Hi, and welcome to the Authentic Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Cece Hojani Bekor, Director and Accredited Coach at The Main Protagonist Coaching. Learn more about how I help leaders like you with your wellness, leadership, and management strategy by visiting themainprotagonist.com. As always, it's really good to connect here with you. Today, I'd like us to reflect on a topic that I've had many conversations with different people about, and that is how to deal and heal from difficult sibling relationships. It's a source of hurt and anger for a lot of people, and yet these relationships are not often discussed. We talk a lot about our relationships with our parents, but our siblings are people we have known for all our lives. As a leader, whether you're a founder in your own company or you're employed, it can be very draining on top of everything else you have on your plate to be regularly dealing with birth family challenges. And yet, it's normal. It happens. So many people are going through it. Now, some of us are very close to our siblings, and this is a real privilege and blessing. Some of us are close to some siblings and not others. That's also normal. And some of us aren't close to our siblings at all. Perhaps we've even cut them off. This can make life particularly moving forward and creating your own happiness more of a challenge. Now, the sibling relationship can be a real source of joy and support, or it can be a source of deep pain. Our birth family challenges can be particularly tough to shake off because these are the people, as I said earlier, that we've known the longest. They were with us during our formative years. They remain in our lives in some way, shape or form for decades. You have shared traumas, but you also have shared moments of joy. And this can make it even more confusing in your mind. Things can get even more difficult when the siblings in question continue with difficult behavior. Some people don't get better with age. They become even more challenging in their personalities. You too are also getting older, and many people find their levels of patience dropping. So a difficult relationship can get even more unbearable as everyone gets older. Now I find in my conversations that many of us are still unaware of the myriad of personality disorders that the different people in your life may be carrying. Now, there's a lot of sound information you can find on the internet about personality disorders, but even a conversation with a psychologist you know can be very insightful. I highly recommend you read up more on personality disorders like narcissistic personality disorder, one that comes up a lot in the conversations I have. So how do we make peace with difficult sibling relationships? I mean, you can't be in combat year in, year out. That won't help you. You also can't let it drain you every single time. So what do you do? Number one, let's talk about forgiveness. The thing is, many of us don't actually know every single thing that happened in a sibling's life. And again, I've spoken to people who have discovered as adults some of the really rough stuff that a sibling went through, and that discovery alone changed their attitude towards that sibling. Ask yourself this question, is there a pain this person has been through that I don't know about? 
Now, you know best whether an open and honest conversation is possible. I know people who've done this, and it's led to changes in their relationships. But you may not be able to have such a conversation. If this is the case, that's okay. I want to invite you to consider that there's a lot of unresolved pain that a sibling has and continues to experience. You may or may not get to the bottom of what that pain is, but on some level, even you know that it's there. Most people have bits of information that give them clues. That alone is enough to forgive. Now, forgiveness doesn't mean, hey, I'm cool with how you continue to treat me or treat others like our parents. Not at all. Rather, it's a letting go. A letting go of the hope that the person will change. It's a letting go of grudges. It's a mental shift in your mind where you say, I'm sorry about what happened to you, and I'm sorry you are now this way. And this is then when clear setting of boundaries can come in. You see, if a sibling doesn't change their difficult behavior, you now have to be the one to declare boundaries. Is it better to reduce the amount of contact you have? You see, at some point, we have to take responsibility for continuing to engage with people who drain us mentally and emotionally. There's power in calling a spade a spade. Some relationships need to be let go of, and we certainly don't need to do so with animosity. Rather, let it be a gentle acceptance in your mind, a kind of goodbye and good luck, and even an I wish you well. Something else about forgiveness and letting go, you can't force anyone else in your family to do the same. If other siblings or your parents choose to continue getting the quote-unquote beating, that's their choice. Another adult's choices are not in your own sphere of influence. You can certainly share the choices you've made, and if it resonates with others, then it resonates. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. It's also important to remember that no two people have the exact same relationship with a third person. You might not be getting along with one sibling, but that sibling is getting along with others like a house on fire. And that is okay too. Forgiveness, by the way, is a practice. It doesn't just happen overnight. If you keep reminding yourself of your commitment to forgive and let go, that will certainly help you. Making boundaries clear often involves having courageous conversations, including with parents. Hey mom, it's cool if you want to keep enabling this difficult family member, but I see how unhelpful that is, so I'm not participating in it. Or, hey dad, I can help that family member financially, but only to this extent. Beyond that, it's a no from me. Such behavior forces others to look at their own choices, and that can be difficult for them, but ultimately it's not your burden to bear. The point here, guys, is this. You've got to keep practicing, because bitterness and grudges only hurt you. Now, some of the stoic ones among us develop an it-is-what-it-is attitude and are able to let things go, and I think that's really cool, but I've found that most people don't find it quite that easy. So that's forgiveness. And guys, it is really, really key. 
Number two is creating your own life moving forward and being intentional about it. Birth family issues can be challenging, but one way to avoid getting stuck in your past is to intentionally work on creating a life that you will love. Reflect on this, guys. How are things going with your work? Are you in a healthy work environment? Are you growing in your career? Or are you stuck in what is commonly described as a toxic workplace? How are things in your relationship, your own marriage, in your own home? You know, we can talk and talk and talk about our parents, our siblings, our birth families, but who are you being in your own life? Who are you being for other people? Are you a pleasure to be around or are you the pain? How are your wellness levels, physically, mentally, emotionally, creatively, spiritually? Do you have a coach, a counselor, someone you speak to regularly about the business of creating a life you love? Another important piece here is the family that you choose, i.e. your friends. How are things going in that area of your life? Human beings are designed for connection, so it helps to be connecting authentically and regularly with this family that you choose, i.e. your friends. Perhaps you've outgrown your friends. Perhaps you'd like a new friendship circle to do different activities with. The grief of not being close to your birth family can be alleviated by being intentional about finding and developing a loving circle of friends, the family that many of us choose. So guys, make a plan. Get together with someone like a coach, even if it's just for the next 12 months, so that you can be purposeful in your day-to-day living, so that you can create a life you love with intentionality. Learn to let go of the past without grudges and bitterness. Those two things will only slow you down. That's it from me this week, guys. We've covered a topic that might be heavy for some of you, but I want to remind you that there is hope. Make a plan. Be intentional about creating a life you love. Make peace with the things that happened in the past. I like reminding my clients that without wounds, you can't really be a warrior or warrioress. You can make lemonade out of what you feel are some of the lemons that were handed to you. Now, there are plenty of other episodes for you to have a listen to. So stay on this page, click on any topic that's close to your heart for more wellness and leadership tips. And until next time, give yourself permission.